0: Hey, bro, yes,
1: sir. How's it going?
0: Everything is good. Everything's good. Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy said, I'll be back. You point to Azure, <laughs> yeah.
1: Sometimes you gotta pull a Jesus real quick, leave for three days, and come back, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's Wait. like that,
0: my friend. Yeah, but how was the nap though?
1: Oh, uh, it was good. It was rejuvenating,
0: you know. But gave me a little, a little bit of strength. You
1: said it gave you a little bit of strength? Yes,
0: sir. How long was your nap for, anyway? Eh,
1: maybe
0: about an hour. Oh, that's that's not even a nap, bro. Nowadays, nap's got to be, like, at least four hours. At least half a shift. <laughs> at least half a shift.
1: Yeah. I see
0: seems like the other day I took a nap at 5 woke up at 10 at 5 we bro woke up at 10 well that,
1: that's you have some crazy naps. that's what I can
0: say yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but bro thank you again for uh, for coming through Um, this is what like the fourth the fifth time that you've been on the podcast
1: yeah I think I'm supposed to get like some lifetime achievement award at some
0: point for uh... yeah no it's on your it's on your 10th episode your 10th episode yeah ah. it's uh yeah, definitely. It's redeemable, though. Um I, f- I forget, like, what you get on your 10th episode.
1: Um Like, extra rice at the next fellowship?
0: Or... Wait, say it again. I get, like, extra
1: rice at the next fellowship or something?
0: Joe, or... Yo, you're not lying. Actually, Yo. yes. Yeah, 10th tenth, tenth episode, <laughs> you get extra rice and extra drumsticks. To <laughs> <laughs> so the next fellowship. Only redeemable at Rehoboth. It's only redeemable at Rehoboth. You can't take it to... To so New Jersey, you can't take it to New York to try to get one. Mm-mm. Yeah, gotta come come to old York. <laughs> All right, I'll
1: create my for rewards.
0: Uh, it sounds a it day. sounds legit. It really sounds legit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to talk to Marcia. You're like, hey, let's, let's let's uh let's do some coupons. Um, <laughs> where churches when they come over they can redeem some stuff from us. That's yeah, funny. Um but no seriously it is it is good to have you. Every time you're on the episode or on the podcast, it's uh it's uh how can I say it? More than fun. Um what's the word? What's the word? I guess it's interactive. You know what I mean? It's not just um it's not just a Q and A. You know, but there's yeah. good banter. Um and you have really good insight. And we've been trying to do this uh episode for what three weeks? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs>
0: really, bro. <laughs> oh, and it's my fault. It's definitely it's those naps. It's those naps, bro. It not, bro. <laughs> just good for you to pass up. So. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I'm happy that we're able to do the the topic of forgiveness. I'm um, doing part two. Um, we really wanted to do it since um since part 1 in you know season 1 so it's really good that we're going to texas because there's so much to talk about
1: that's true there's a lot of depth to it a lot of layers facts yeah it is it's like an onion oh so I guess let's uh
0: let's dive in and just talk about it a bit so what do you think the the hardest part of of forgiveness is
1: i think The hardest part of forgiveness is um just understanding um what it entails um because some people get forgiveness confused with other similar concepts um and so sometimes you know what seems hard for the person to do when it comes to forgive rather comes to forgiving another person, is not all that hard. Um they're just getting certain similar concepts confused. Okay. Yes sir. I mean what what
0: are these concepts though? Like go a little
1: go a little further. Well one of the biggest ones <clears throat> one of the ones that I guess I stumbled upon um some years ago is understanding the difference between uh forgiveness and restoration um because they're not the same okay. thing uh okay. meaning the person being forgiven yeah like un- yeah okay. like you you know you can forgive someone without necessarily restoring them. um okay so i mean so you're also saying that um uh, well does that
0: mean that the person that forgives is responsible for restoring or that you can forgive them without, you know, having to be the one to. restore
1: Yeah. Well, no, you know, the person who, who requires forgiveness, like the one who was wrong mm-hmm. and, you know, needs someone to forgive them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be restored to whatever you were doing or whatever position you held in order to be forgiven. They're not, the, they're not the same thing. Okay. I agree. Okay. I see what
0: you mean. So restored.
1: Okay. I see. Yeah. Like forgiveness. It doesn't, it doesn't require trust um you can forgive someone for hurting and failing you and you move forward but Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily trust them in that specific area like i give you an example if you're the treasurer of the church like you deal with the money for everybody in the church let's say you steal like half of mommy Claudette's tithes Mm -hmm. like every year and then you know the church finds out that you've been stealing, you know those those tithes, those offerings that come from that specific person, or maybe different people. Mm-hmm. You know, the church doesn't have to trust you anymore as a person that's in charge of treasury. You know, they could strip you from your position and your title as head of the finance committee or what have you. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't, you know, that doesn't necessarily take away your position as as a brother. So because we. Owe you love because the bible says oh no man or nothing but to love them so we always owe you love but we don't owe you trust and i think that's kind of where people get hemmed up a little bit we forgive you but we don't restore you so you can forgive that person for stealing the money and you don't hold it against them you don't throw it in their face every time you see them you don't you know you don't try to shade them or shame them every time you see them however you don't mm-hmm. restore them to that position as treasurer unless you want to, but you don't have to.
0: Right um, now, I mean the argument there because um, the Bible also says that love holds no record. Right now, really? I I initially thought, right? I say years ago because I'm I'm newly converted of you know this whole idea of forgiveness. But I used to think that if I forgive you, right, we don't have to be you know, buddy-buddy anymore, right? And that's kind of what, what what you're saying, because that's the trust part that I don't owe you. Correct. Um, you know, I'd say, like, yeah, you know, we're good. Like, I ain't got no problems with this person. We have no beef, no issues. I just don't talk to the person, you know? Um, and you'll often hear that in our in our culture, too. Parents will say, like, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. I get that. So I, I used to believe that. But then... Um I, I started to believe that, well, if there's nothing wrong, then why can't you go back? Right? If there's if there's no issue, then why avoid the person? You know, so now yeah, I kind of so, believe I mean, that you, know, you you have to you have to go back to how things were to prove that you've forgiven the person.
1: Yeah, so I don't necessarily think that because you know, first of all, you don't you know you're not required to be anybody's friend there's no mandate on you to be anybody's friend. Um, sure. I do think, you know, you have to be able to be, you know, not even just cordial with the person. You have to be okay with them in the sense of, you know, like if a group of you, the group of people are going out to eat and you yeah. were ready to go, just because that one person's going, suddenly your stomach hurts and you're like, I can't go. Huh.
0: Right. Like That's not
1: acceptable <laughs> behavior if you're a mature individual. You know, you need to be, that's the holding no record. However, You know you don't have to be like besties with the person let's say you were like super close to them and you told them all your secrets and they are like a tail bearer like they just take your information and and sell it like front page news no you don't have to you know go back to being like that with that person i don't think so um because you know at that point you're just setting yourself up you know with that person at that level however you also don't need to like you know make it seem like the person doesn't exist and like avoid them when you see them. Yeah, that stuff is, the you know, those are the things that you have to, I guess in a sense, watch your your dispositions, your spirit for it to make sure like, all right, I'm not, you know, creating some animosity with this person because of what they did, because at that point, you are holding their record against them. But, you know, there is an area that you would be responsible for, which is, I know this person's weakness and I know this person's limitations, and I'm mm-hmm. not gonna set myself up to get hurt by their weakness and limitations. And now in spite of those weaknesses and limitations, I can still be there for them as a brother or sister. Cause you don't you don't pick your brothers and sisters, really. You don't. Mm-hmm. You're just born and you see that you have them. Like I'm the youngest of four girls on my mom's side. I didn't pre mm-hmm. select any of them. I just came into this world and knew I had four older sisters on my mom's side. Um, however, you do pick your friends. Um, you know, it, it's spiritually, the, the concept is the same, like, you, you know, in the church, for example, if you're a believer, you don't pick who goes to your church, God calls them there, or, you know, they tumble <laughs> in there to wreak havoc, whatever brought them there, they're there. Um, and you know, those are your brothers and sisters, but who you get close to and trust with certain aspects of your life, that's totally on you. Um, right. and, you know, you don't have to, you know, you, you know you can forgive them and should forgive them. You're, you're commanded to forgive them, but you're not, there's nowhere that's going to tell you to restore them to like a specific function in your life, other than they're your brother and your sister. It never says like, this has to be, you know, your closest confidant. It never says this has to be your best friend. It never says that you guys need to take one-on-one vacations together to Europe. It never says any of that. Um, mm-hmm. however, you should be able to see them in the hospital with no problem. You should be able to greet them when you see them with no problem. If they, their car like breaks down, you shouldn't be like, huh, that person? Like, no, you should be able to do those things with no problem. Right. none of those things have anything to do with them being your friend. That's just you being a brother. And so I think that's like the specific aspect, um, you know, that you can consider or weigh. Now, is that,
0: is that also considered the burden of love?
1: yeah because you know that's all a part of your obligation to love the person um but and you know so it gets a little nuanced because then there are some people be like yeah i love you but i'm gonna love you from a distance well Mm -hmm. that's cool but what do you mean by that like love you from a distance like you know you know the person gets shot and you see them and, and you're like well i'm not gonna call 911 for you but I'm a to praise <laughs> someone does. Like, is that what you mean by that? Like, what do you mean when you say I'm gonna love you from a distance? That's, you know, those are the things that we have to be careful with. You know, those statements and our intention behind them. And you know, I think if we're being real, we all know what we mean when we say different things. Right. Um, and so, you know, if you know in sincerity that you don't harbor any ill will against the person, nor do you, you know, turn a blind eye when the person could use a helping hand. Um. Nor do you go out of your way to not interact with them and stuff like that. Like if you're not doing that stuff, I think you're okay if you decide, yeah, you're not, you know, you can't be my best friend anymore. If if, if you know, <laughs> so have any chance you get, I think you're okay with like I don't think God's like, nah, bro, you need to keep taking those L's from them. Like, nah. <laughs> I don't think
0: so. Yeah, <laughs> I get you. Um and I but I guess when you talk about forgiveness, something that a lot of people don't don't realize. Because again, you're talking about the forgiver, right? Um, Is that people don't believe that the person who did them wrong can change. And if they don't think they can change, then why waste time forgiving that person?
1: Well, well, yeah, and so that's the, you know, that goes back to the whole idea um, that you don't have to restore the person because right. you know you don't need them to change to be honest for whatever they did to you they don't have to change in order for you to forgive them because unless you plan on restoring them then yeah they need to change that behavior and they need to prove it but if you don't plan on restoring them you don't need them to change anything that's not your business <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> right, that's, that's that's between them God and their next victim like See, that's
0: that's the hard part though right because sometimes people play God you know when it comes when it comes to forgiveness yeah. um, you know they're like if this person doesn't change then they'll pollute the water right they'll they'll just say like hey everyone stay away from this person you know kind of speak bad of this person um because they don't see the sincerity because and that's another thing too um if a person if a person doesn't change does that does that ever mean that they were sorry or that they were you know, worth forgiving.
1: So, you know, my 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 point of view when it comes to that stuff is to you know look back at God, all right? Because that's going to ultimately be, I think, where every good um and you know soundable counsel comes from is from above. You know, perfect wisdom comes from above. So, you know, when it comes to us, you know, if that was the metric that we're, and this is why we can't be God. <laughs> Because if that was the metric that God was using, bro, which one of us would be here? Right. He he gives space and room for our limitations. Like sometimes we tell God sorry about something and, you know, we really do feel bad and we're like, man, like I really don't want to do this, like this thing or have this vice or whatever. But then because of our weakness and our limitations, you know, we fall prey to the same behavior. And, you know, that's not just when it comes to God and man, that's man also with his fellow man. Like sometimes it's the weaknesses and limitations in our life and our lives that actually cause us to repeat certain behavior. Um, Like everyone likes to talk about trauma and like, yeah, you know, this trauma that that I've had and X, Y, Z. Okay, well, you're not unique. You don't think other people have had trauma as well, you know? That person that, I don't know, mistreats you and the way they speak to you and say crazy things about you. What if they grew up in a house where that's all their parents ever did to them? And so that's the only way they know how to express themselves. Yeah, everybody's raised the same. Yeah, yeah, not everybody's raised the same. Different environments, circumstances, influences, like this thing can get very deep. And so you probably, as an individual, may not feel like that you need to think about all that when it comes to forgiving a person. But to be honest, you kind of do because sometimes the person really, it's not like they leave with a malicious intent, but they've been hurt and so they hurt other people. Um, and when you understand that, you open up a little extra grace, give a little more patience, you give a little more love. Again, I don't think you need to put yourself in a direct position for them to do the exact same thing to you again. However, right. um, you also don't have to abandon them as an individual um that should on what you're talking about i mean i think i think in a lot of cases we could exercise uh, a little more of the same mercy that that Mm -hmm. we've been given it reminds me of the story in the bible that (laughs) where this parable where basically basically there's this guy and he basically owes this king like let us just say 10 billion Mm dollars and you know the king feels bad for him you know because of his condition and knowing that the guy can't ever really repay the 10 billion and so mm-hmm. he's like, you know what? I'm going to let you out of prison. I decided to clear your $10 billion debt. And the guy is so grateful. And then he just, you know, he, he goes on his way all happy. Like, oh my gosh, this is such a great king. Whatever. He leaves. This man goes out on the street that same day and sees someone who owes him $100. And he's like, where's my money? Run me my money. And the dude is like, sorry, bro. Like, I, you know, I'm trying, but I just can't find work. I, I, I don't have it yet, but I promise you I'm going to get it. And then this man takes that guy that owes him a hundred dollars, beats him up, throws him in prison and says, all right, until you pay me that money, I'm not going to let you out. And your wife and your kids and whoever, they better work for that money for you. They better figure it out. But you're not leaving prison until I get my money. You know, you're you're not leaving. I'm not going to leave you alone until I get my hundred dollars. And you know, the guards of the king, they hear this and they're like, what in the world? So they tell the king. And so the king calls them back like, hold on, I just cleared your $10 billion debt. <laughs> you were happy. A debt that you couldn't even remotely pay. But here, you know, you have a guy that only owed you $100 and that's how you acted. And so he's like, all right, I'm going to put you back in jail and you're going to you're gonna find that $10 billion debt because you can forgive the person that owed you the 100 And every time I read that, you know, it really kind of reminds me like you know it might be hard when certain people do certain things to me but to be honest versus the position i was with god and he still extended that grace you know i'd be a fool you know not to to learn how to extend that same grace and that same mercy that's that's kind of how i think it flowed
0: no and i feel you i mean the bible says it plainly like if you can't forgive you know i won't forgive you it's the most plain verse to me in the bible um, you know, there's no parable, there's no run around, there's no types and shadows about it. It's very plain. Um, and you're right, that, that is, he is the person that you have to, you know, go back to and have as a frame of reference when it comes to forgiving, because goodness, how, how many times have we fallen short? You know, so I, I, I definitely agree. Um, but now let's talk about the, the opposite side of not forgiving, Bitterness. Mm-hmm. right um and and what it does to an individual um how long it could stay on you mm-hmm.
1: something <laughs> yeah. good about that so it um you know one of the first things that that unforgiveness causes is is a root of bitterness and the first thing that it actually dissolves believe it or not like people think like well, when i'm beefing with somebody you know my issue starts there well not really you know like i said earlier everything kind of it kind of trickles back to god the first thing it really dissolves is your relationship with god and the reason it does that is you know i can't refuse to forgive somebody and for example and claim like all right i'm not going to forgive them in honor of my mom's name or my wife's name because they played with them so now i have to I have to beef with them and hate them, like to to mm-hmm. show them that you know I'm standing up for my mom and I'm standing up for my wife. So it's like, all right, you'll honor your mom and you'll honor your wife, but you'll dishonor God. Like mm-hmm. that's the that's the, that's the thing that we don't think about. Because God already told you you have to forgive. He already told you to release people from their debts, just like He released you from your debt. So it, you have to. I guess the way I see it is, even if my family. Applauds me in my beef with somebody, and probably backs me up, and is like, "Yeah, this is this is this is good. Like, you know, you have our back." But is it really worth it if me being enemies with someone makes God hide His face from me?
0: Um, my enemy,
1: <laughs> my my enemy of that—the person I don't yeah. like—is going to put me in a bad position with God. I'd rather have God's face um, than to. Have my family's back in Ooh. some trivial beef. And Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> I, you know, I, I rather have God's face than to have my family's back in in any kind of trivial beef. Um, as wow. much as I love my family, um, having their back isn't worth losing God's face. It never will be. Wow. Wow! This
0: this is why I bring you on the podcast. It's for it's for, <laughs> it's for some, it's like this, bro. What? This is gonna be on WhatsApp. <laughs> this is you're gonna see it everywhere. What? Yeah, no, yeah. That's, that's true though. That's true. It's, it's, wow. uh,
1: <laughs> to be honest, you feel, like... <laughs> you feel good about it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm I, I, I kind of got but I'm like, let me, chill. Let me chill. <laughs> oh, man.
0: But but yeah I mean and I've, I've been that friend um, I've been that friend that and I know better right I mean all of us all of us know better um, but it's how we support our friends sometimes or we think we're supporting them right like this person did what to you like oh now nah, we're done this person did what to you where they at right you're just out for vengeance um, you know again you try to play God. <laughs> But you, you think you're helping, but you really heard it. Yeah, that's,
1: that's, that's, that's the issue. And you know, so that nobody's confused, because I know we, you have a lot of listeners. And sometimes, you know, asynchronous communication like this, like they just hear us talking and
0: they're not hearing
1: as well can kind of make things get lost in translation. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that if somebody does something wrong, you, you know, either you or an individual that you know that you shouldn't address the person. That's what I'm saying
0: no of course not
1: yeah. there's a way to you know talk to the person and, and say like hey you know this wasn't right whatever that's all that's good but if your position is alright this person's gonna be my enemy now because they touch my people so now yeah I'm gonna touch them they're my enemy then no you're you're gonna absolutely being in the wrong a lot of people pride themselves on that like they're 30 40 50 years old and just, mm-hmm. just childish and it's it's just insane um you know you know, recently, like about a week ago, I was at my, you know, the a funeral for for my father, and it was just astounding to see that even at a time like that, like there were people within the in the family that were like, you know, trying to just hold on to like decades old beef, even at a time like that. And it's like, you no, know, this is time to bring that here. And then even amongst friends, there are people that like. You know, can't look, couldn't look past certain things, even at a time like that. And it's unbelievable. Um, yeah. That's just the power that unforgiveness <laughs> has when it creates that bitterness. Oh, um, yeah. And so it's just, yeah, I, I, that's how the route I would go.
0: <laughs> I, I, it's funny, like, you know, while you're saying all of this, um, you know, in my church, uh, my pastor usually says sometimes God will, will put your your breakthrough, your deliverance in the garden of your enemy. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, if this you... This is you're the This is why you're the host. You, you're the host. You, you're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, this, he said that, I was just like, ooh, wow. I was like, like, like do you want it? Because that's where it's at. Like, how bad do you want it? Are you willing to forgive? How bad do you want it? And um that's kind of what I have to say to myself. Whenever I want to you know not forgive someone I gotta say like is this really worth my salvation because oh that's ultimately what it comes down to that's really the question is it worth it you know like is it really worth it like how how would I feel coming before God and telling him someone who wrote the book on forgiveness to tell him like yo, I couldn't I couldn't take the way he spoke to my mom or I couldn't take the way he was you know talking about me on, on social media or I can't take the way you know Oh, um, he responded to me, you know, in that text message. Yeah, I can't, I can't do that. It won't hold up in court. It really won't. You know, so yeah. my pastor yeah. said that it put things into perspective.
1: Well, yeah, 100. And and to be honest, it, you know, the other, the other phase of that, outside of how it, kind of really, like you said, like you can be blocking your own blessings. You know, mm-hmm. God can to do something through you, but you you, know, you can't see it. You know that. And actually, I'll quickly say this because you know I don't, I don't want to belabor the point. But to your point, funny enough, that's actually a part of my testimony about how I received the Holy Spirit. You know, to make a long story short, it was that I hadn't received it some a little bit a little bit of time after my water baptism, and I was trying to get it, trying to get it, and for whatever reason, I just couldn't. And then I saw I was in a service. The spirit was coming down, people were falling left and right. And then there was a brother who I knew that I had animosity with and beef with. And usually when someone goes in to get prayed for, you know, they stand at the front and, you know, like the guys come behind them and, you know, as a support, put their hand on their back. Like, like, you know, whatever you need from God, like he's got you, like I'm here for you, like whatever, just support. And I typically did that because I sat in the front Mm -hmm. around that time. And, but for, for this guy, I just was like, I'm not going up there. I'm not touching him. <laughs> <That was> my, <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I don't, I don't even like this dude. Like, why the heck would I touch him? Like, when I want to put my hand on his back to support him. I'm like, I don't support him. Like, this is all that's going through my mind. <laughs> like, you know, so I'm just looking at him, and he's up there crying. And, and for whatever reason, like, my pastor was taking the longest amount of time to actually start praying for him. Like, it was so weird. He was the only one up there still at that point. And mm-hmm. nobody else was going, because usually other people go. And it's just like he's there crying alone. And, and thoughts are coming to my head like, bro, you sure? You, like, is this what you really would want to do? Like, what if that was you? Wouldn't you want someone to, to support Have you? Have your back? You're yeah. Going through all this stuff's coming in my mind. And I'm resisting like, man, I hate that dude. Like, I'm not touching him. <laughs> and For whatever reason, my pastor didn't start praying. Like, he just wouldn't. He just kept looking at the guy, but he didn't touch him. He didn't pray for him. And I was like, what's going on? And so I was like, you know what? Let me just go. Cause at the end of the day, you know, I might not, you know, I might not like this dude. He might be a clown, but it's it's okay. Like, you know, it's still my job as a brother to support. I just kind of like forced myself to go. And I went up there, why do you not? The minute I put my hand on his back, we both fell to the floor speaking in tongues immediately. Um, and it was crazy to me because after all that was done. In my mind, I'm like, yo, what if I didn't go up there and I resisted like that? Because that was the moment I received the Holy Spirit. And so, you know, yeah, you ended up it, it's like you said, you know, you're in the in the person's in order to get that blessing you need. You're you're in the garden. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that garden for me at the time was, you know, breaking that issue I had with them that was stopping me from, you know, just being, uh, you know, supportive. And so I went there and I I did what I had to do and, you know, God honored that. And so that kind of stuck with me as a life lesson that, you know, God will meet you sometimes in some places that you don't expect. Um, And some of those places tend to be, you know, at the crossroads of of forgiveness um, and mercy when you go to that intersection of forgiveness and mercy, I guess a lot of us kind of look at it like, yeah, I need to go to the forgiveness street and mercy Avenue for myself. Well, no, you go there (laughs) to liberate your brother. Um, And when you liberate your brother, God meets you there. And so if you go there for yourself, like yelling out, give me forgiveness, give me mercy. Well, he already told you what you have to do to get it. You got to free someone first. And so um, that's kind of how, how our, our works.
0: Blessed are the merciful, you know, they'll they'll obtain mercy. So you know what's um I mean it's a beautiful that's a beautiful uh, story. Um is that's it's kind of similar to um to how I forgave my brother. Well actually how see so yeah, how he forgave me. because um, what's interesting is that sometimes when someone takes a long time to forgive you you then start having beef with them, and then you start not forgiving them. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> and I, I had a situation like that. Um, this was probably like seven, eight years ago. Um, probably more than that. i yeah, probably more than that. I was young teenagers, and a brother and I were beefing in church, right? Um, over a misunderstanding. At that, there's nothing worse than beefing over a misunderstanding. Because to me, if it's a misunderstanding, then we should be able to just put this under the, you know, under the bridge very easily. But sometimes it's mm-mm. Um and so this went on for I'd say about a year. Um possibly two, but it was like a year. And blessed service. It's always a blessed service, bro. It's <laughs> <laughs> When you're and you're saying it, I'm listening, I'm just like, what? Is this how it happens? This is it's always a blessed service. Um, but yeah, service was bussing. And next thing you know, I look to my right and like the brothers are gumpling. And you know, same thing like you said, I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going over there. Like for what? You know, I'm not someone. Um but interestingly enough, I looked I look like in front of me, right across from me, and there is um, a sister, Seldwig, actually. Um, I I never talked to her about this, I don't know if she remembers, but I I have to thank her, you know? It's as if she knew there was something going on between me and the brother, you know what I mean? It's as if she knew. And it was a very, very rare occurrence because it's as if no other brother was available. Bro, this was this is really weird. Cause you see something like that happening, you're like, ah, brother, so and so gonna do it, right? Or th- th- this minister gonna do it, or his sibling, you know, or her sibling gonna do it. But I was the only one who saw the brother, and she was the only one that saw me see the brother. And so she, you know, she nods. She's like, you know, go, go support him, go hold him. And so. I walk over there slowly, so reluctantly. And it's just like, as soon as I put my hand around him, it was just a warm sensation, bro, of of reconciliation. He puts his arm around me. I don't know if he opens his eyes. <laughs> I don't know, if, he opened, but it's as if all was forgiven. And then we spend the rest of the end of the service just hugging it out. Like, all is forgiven. And, and he's someone who I fought for. You know what I mean? Like of all the times where I ever fought for someone's forgiveness, his was the one I wanted the most because we were brothers. You know what I mean? And it was a misunderstanding. And to have that to have that moment, oh man, there's nothing like it.
1: There's nothing like it. Nothing that beats it, bro. There's a liberation you get in yeah. that moment that, you know, you can almost om- you almost can't find anywhere else. <laughs> you can Yeah. I agree. And, and that's part of that corrosiveness too is that those, those, those moments of, you know, unforgiveness that we stretch out for an eternity. Um, and you know, that strife becomes never ending, you know, it dissolves your relationship without end, you know, it, as much as you won't forgive someone, um, mm-hmm. as much as you're going to you know create like that acid in your life that corrodes everything, um, that bitterness, it's, it's acidic. And so like, for example, you know, I'm just going to use like a random name as an example. So when you don't forgive Jonathan, you know, and you refuse to forgive Jonathan, like you won't ever forgive Jonathan. And now Jonathan has a wife. And so you have to walk past his wife and not say hi to her either because she's standing next to Jonathan. And so, you know, you can't, unless you're someone, you're not about to just go up <laughs> at wife and walk past him. You know, un- unlikely, most likely you're going to be like, all right, I got to walk past both of them right um, and then god blesses jonathan down the line um and his wife with a kid and you know you hold every kid in the church but then there's that that specific kid you can't hold. <laughs> um, you, and, you and the jonathan family household you guys don't get along um, and then, and then oh, you man. Kid, but your kid and jonathan's kid can't play together they, because yeah of a civil war going on between your tribe and jonathan's tribe <laughs> and so on and so forth like that 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 unforgiveness just <laughs> going and rolling and rolling and, and it bro. creates bitterness and then you know you're not in the garden of eden but you're you're in a garden of death and, and you're not in god's garden like you said earlier but you're in the garden of the devil because i mean you gotta think about it bro like so a lot of the church dynamics if we're gonna take a church for example a lot of them are built around family and like a lot of families exist in churches and so you're gonna have family versus family that might be the whole church. You might be split the church in half like
0: that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, No
1: lie. <laughs> yeah. No lie. So, you know you gotta be careful with that stuff. It, you know you you're never on the winning side or winning team when you when you 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 know bear that unforgiveness um, in your life. Right. It's it's never good.
0: <laughs> That's funny, bro. No, I mean the way you the way you said it is exactly how it goes. That's exactly how it goes you know like unforgiven by association <laughs>
1: i've seen it i've seen it a hundred times i've seen it i've lived it but i've lived it you know there are people that won't speak to my wife because i didn't invite them to the wedding um and not ah. you know, <laughs> and not even like like i didn't invite them because we were beefing i didn't invite them because there was no space and i told them right that, and they, they won't talk to her because of that <laughs> like they'll walk right past her <laughs> and it's like oh seriously? wow, like really
0: They'll, they'll be all right. They'll, yeah. they'll catch the next one. If yeah, I catch the yeah. next one. I got you on the next one. Yeah, good done.
1: <laughs> in the of the you that's know. funny.
0: No, that that's hilarious. Um, well, I mean let me ask you this. Um, do you have anyone that you want to shout out? Anyone that you haven't forgiven? <laughs> 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 is, it a, is there anyone you got beef with right now that, you know? You wanna you wanna forgive while we're on be, the air. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be honest, I am, and myself, I'm at peace with everybody. There are some people I would arrest and put in prison because you know that's an <laughs> like old Haitian saying. Bat because their behavior, mm-hmm. their, their stupidity is high. However, I don't harbor any type of um, you know ill feelings towards them. I just think they're just dumb. But it's okay. Right. <laughs> but oh, it's wow. okay, you know? it, 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 It's not a crime to be dumb. So you know it's I'm not. A, it's not. God is chilling on you, then I'm chilling on you. So you know, Right. you know, thankfully, yeah, I don't have anybody that I'm like, uh, like even when I notice people will try to duck saying out of me, I'll really walk up to them and like, hey walk like up a, to the right. Yeah, like I'll just call it out <laughs> because bro oh, I'm dirty. <laughs> I'm, I'm not 10. So it's just kind of like, you know, I don't have time for that. You know, it just takes too much energy, like trying to do backflips and avoid the person meeting or avoid, avoid Yeah, the, I don't have time for that, bro. If I want to eat and you're in the line and you're going to end up at my table, now I got to leave the line and Go to the back of the line to eat at another table. That's too food. much. Too right much. To you. Yeah. If you don't want your dessert, I'm like, hey, you still eating that? Like, you don't want that? Yeah, right. Like, that dessert, like, oh, they gave you three three spoons of macaroni. Let me get one because you look like you look like you're a little full. Like I'm good. I'm, you know, man. I'm straight. You have your beef with me. That's one sided, but you're not gonna pull me into that. Not anymore. I, I have other things to overcome, and that's not gonna be one of them that I'm gonna still struggle with. So.
0: No, I got you now. But I, I will ask you this before we end: Would you ever give your foreign culture tenth episode coupon to that person?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will. I I would give it up. I would give it up.
0: You um, give it up? Okay. I
1: give it up. Give it up. <laughs> Even if they have an issue with me, it's cool. I don't, I don't. have an issue with them. You know. It's you know. It's it's just wild. Like when people. People sometimes have are waging this one sided war and they swear you're in it with them and you're chilling like you're like yeah,
0: it's like I'm not even on the line bro I'm not even on the line
1: somewhere recently and someone was like yeah you know I felt the tension between us and I. I and I knew that like we were just avoiding each other. And I was like, huh? I was like, we were avoiding each other? I was like, I didn't even see you. I was like, <laughs> I, was like no, I didn't even see you until like two minutes ago, which is why I came to say hi now. And they're like, no, 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 since this morning, we like locked eyes and we're avoiding each other. And I'm like, no, we weren't. I was like, At all. I, right. I, 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 was like I literally didn't know you were here. How was I avoiding you? So, Sometimes, you know, people just got to chill, like in our own minds, you know, and we're all guilty of yeah. that. In our own minds, we like, yeah, of course, overhype something and then overimagine it and overplay it. Let's just relax, mm-hmm. you know. Let, again, most of us are probably 30 at this point. so
0: That's the new reply. That's the new reply to anything. Yeah, like you coming out tonight, bro. I'm 30. <laughs> like, I'm not. <laughs> Bro, I'm 30. I'm not.
1: <laughs> there has to now, be. How's your
0: leg? Yeah, Yo, Ruta. How's your leg? Bro, I'm 30. <laughs> like <laughs> this thing that this thing gonna heal in six months. Like, stop. Yeah, yeah, what do you think
1: is This like, you know,
0: they're like, oh, oh we got some Eagles. You ready for tonight? Like, bro, I'm 30. <laughs> I'm 30. I'm not taking shots. I'm. There's. I think i have I think there really is an age where your body just rejects that. It's just like, no, 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 we can't do that anymore. No <laughs> we true. can't do that no more. Oh, man. Right. But, um, but no, on some real, anyone you want to really shout out. Hey, <laughs> yeah,
1: no but... just, just shout out to, you know, everybody that was there this past weekend for the funeral, um, including mm-hmm. you, the host, you took the time to come out. And truly, that's love. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Everybody that came from afar, um, LJ came all way from Louisiana like I, I was surprised by that and I was like wow you know a lot of you guys just really pulled up and showed up in full and in love and you know I took notice of that so you know shout out to you guys for keeping it real being you know one family one body even those that couldn't come they reached out they called they text like you know mm-hmm. if I had a way to repay everyone I would and so truly just you know shout out to you guys for proving that you know we are a family um, in spite of everything that we go through and deal with so no shout out to shout Thanks. out to the body you know boys be hating the body but shout out to the body boy yeah, shout out
0: to the body yeah <laughs> yes sir so, yeah. all love man all love
1: yeah well, all shout right, out to my wife. you know she she she. i couldn't be there for my mom the day of because i had too many things to coordinate but my wife was right by my mom's arm the whole time and she you know she did what wow. i couldn't do because i had other responsibilities in terms of the funeral so you know shout out to her shout out to shay boo boo Shelly Boo Boo? Oh no, we're not dropping nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> well, Whenever I call her, but I, you know, I thought that might be, a, you know, a little something. Yeah, something. okay. Everybody knows, right? That. Right. People, like, that's the iconic name that people. You know? <laughs> that's good. People see me, and they're like, "Like, how's my beautiful wife doing?" I'm like, "What? Like, you're asking about your wife?" And they're like, "No, your wife." I'm like, Why are <laughs> you calling her my beautiful wife? Like, are you okay? Like, did you crack? <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> all right bro thank you again for coming through um and no for sure i don't have to tell you how many more episodes are going to be on you know we're trying to get to the 10th one um yeah. but yeah for sure thanks for coming through
1: <laughs> yeah, i appreciate the time
0: all right peace all
1: right bro